While the liberal government have uh, spent the last, I guess, been two years, believe it or not, um, attacking critics who question the illegal asylum seekers flowing into our country, un-Canadian critics were called, and now it seems the Trudeau government has uh, very quietly changed the rules so that no longer can these crossers asylum shop. They, like everyone else, can uh, make a refugee or asylum claim by getting in line and doing it the right way. Not the way that the Trudeau liberals have allowed happen for 40,000 other crossers who have been flowing in over the past two years. They're basically doing the very thing that the opposition demanded and yet criticized. And now critics are saying that this is a violation of refugee and asylum seekers' rights. So let's ask someone who would know. Giddy Mammon is an immigration expert and joins us here on Global News Radio. Hello there. Hi, Alex. How are you? Well, you know, I was, I was interested in hearing about this headline. It's just it was buried in the, um, in the recent financial budget, which is an odd place to place it. But this seems to be where controversial things go to hide. <laughs> <laughs> and so here we are. We've got this change. What is it uh, about this change that the critics are so uneasy about? Well, they, uh, you know, the um, the immigration bar and refugee advocates are very, very disappointed in um, in the developments this week. Uh, firstly, you remember uh, you and I have spoken about this before in January 2017, uh, in response to uh, Donald Trump's uh, policies in the United States. Justin Trudeau uh, sent out uh, mm-hmm. what is now an infamous tweet, basically saying. You know, to those fleeing persecution, terror, war, Canadians will welcome you regardless of your faith. And then he said something to the effect, welcome to Canada. Uh, and that started this whole flood of people coming into Canada. And sort of that luster that he got for being kind to refugees and welcome, uh, welcoming to refugees, that luster now uh, has gone. Uh, the refugee advocates uh, cannot believe that this particular prime minister is basically creating a refugee wall on our southern border uh, with the United States. Um, you know, that coupled with, you know, his um, feminist brand, uh, you know, uh, having suffered quite a bit through this SNC-Lavalin uh, debacle uh, has really uh, caused him a lot of grief this past week. Right. But he has had two years to manage this issue, take care of this issue. It has been enormously a, a burden financially for, for both Quebec as well as Ontario, certainly Toronto. Um, hundreds of millions of dollars of costs um, that no one expected. And so they waited. And, and clearly this is a, a political move to save their hides because we're heading into an election. And if you poll on this particular issue... I think it was 80 or 85 percent of Canadians want it dealt with. They're not against immigration, but they're not for people crossing fields and coming through fences, which clearly has been a problem, Giddy, because the federal government has been paying people on Roxham Road uh, for their troubles because their, you know, their majestic, quiet area has now become over, uh, you know, ridden with with people crossing in. Right. The whole thing was doomed to crash and burn. Um, And you can tell that he is trying to squirm out of this because he tucked this in, this legislation, into uh, a budget bill. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's not where we talk about refugee policy and our obligations to the international community. Uh, It just isn't. This is a very major change in how we process refugees because basically now uh, 
if you are a refugee in the United States, if you have made a claim to refugee status, uh, even by just notifying the American authorities that you're making a claim, you become immediately ineligible to make a refugee claim in the United States, in, in Canada, excuse me. Uh, and this is a fundamental change uh, in our system because it is going to uh, render a whole class of people uh, ineligible for our protection. Uh, and the reason why that's important is because the U.S. refugee system is much less generous than ours. Mm-hmm. So generally, if you made a refugee claim in the United States and it didn't work out, you know, you could come to Roxham Road and take a second kick at the can. And quite frankly, you, you would fare much better here in Canada because we recognize grounds of uh, persecution that they don't in the United States. For example, uh, domestic abuse and gang violence. Those are things that we recognize uh, as grounds for persecution, and the Americans don't. But this issue has become conflated because to criticize it makes you all of a sudden racist or anti-immigrant. And that is not what this is. This is people taking advantage of a loophole in a in a contract between the United States and Canada that has been um, taken advantage of. And so how much pressure was there from the United States to, to close this loophole and deal with it? Uh, we can exert all the pressure that we want on the United States, and there's no chance in the world uh, that they are going to succumb to that pressure. Uh, they are getting exactly what they want. Uh, they want their uh, undocumented population to leave the United States uh, at no cost, and we're absorbing that cost. So if uh, if uh, uh, our prime minister, our foreign minister, etc., sit down with the Americans and call them to the table, there will be no answer because there's no interest whatsoever in the Americans closing this loophole. And if Canada tried to cancel the agreement outright, it would be even worse for us because not only can you make a refugee claim at a hole in the fence, you could also make a refugee claim at a regular port of entry. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's no pressure on the United States whatsoever because, uh, you know, there's they have no interest in changing it. Right. All right. So wh- what does this mean now? I mean, you've been dealing with these issues, and I think a lot of people just assume that no one else has been hurt by this. I mean, there are people that go through the proper channels. They wait their turn. They come on in. And I don't know how displaced they have been by these irregular or illegal crossers uh, coming through. But does this mean that flow stops now? Not even close. Um this is only going to affect about 7 or 8% of those people who come across the border. Um, and it will maybe dip a couple of percentages over the next month because people will be coming to the border not knowing that they are now ineligible to make a refugee claim at Roxham Road because they've already made a refugee claim in the United States. Well, it might help if we didn't have a greeting crew there. I mean, it might help oh, if they God. didn't. You know, it's funny, Alex, because this summer I took my teenage daughter's to Roxham Road just to spend a couple of hours there to see. I wanted to see for myself how things were working. And my kids were astounded. They said, we don't understand. If that's the border, why are they not being stopped? And it's just common sense reaction. And I explained to them the whole thing. But even when we left, they still couldn't understand why that's the border and people come in and they're sort of ushered into a building and processed and not prevented from entering the country. Um, so this was bound to this was bound to eventually come to a stop. Uh, but uh, this this flow will not uh, will not drop significantly. In fact, I think it will just continue to climb as it has climbed over the last couple of years. 
because people just simply adjust their, their strategy. Instead of going to the United States and making a refugee claim, they're going to be told, don't, don't make a refugee claim. If you make a refugee claim here in the United States, you're not going to have a good chance right. to make it. So it's better you don't make a refugee claim here and just go straight to the Canadian border and make a claim there, and you'll have no problem. Yet again. And that's what's going to happen. Yeah, so it's yet again uh, gaming the system, maybe just a different way. All right, Giddy, thank you very much. appreciate the insight. Thanks for having me, Alex. Be well. That is, that is Giddy Mammon, who uh, has been dealing with these issues and deals with them every day. And uh, it's a good news headline still with many underlying issues.